Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. market update with Money FM 89.3. All right, good morning, folks. Here's a look at how markets are setting up for the day. It's coming off the back of a pretty positive session overnight on Wall Street. So looking at the Dow Jones Industrial Average, that was up around 180 points or 0.5% to 34,473. The S&P 500 gained 1.1%, closing at 4,436. That was his best daily performance in nearly two months. And the tech-heavy Nasdaq, no surprises, was the best performer, up 1.6% at 13,721. So that makes it a three-day winning streak. For more insights, we're joined by Ian McMillan. He's the market technician at Client First Tax and Wealth Advisors. Thanks for joining us on the show, Ian. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Hey, great to have you on because you are reading the charts very closely. So let's start things off from there. How are you reading into where the S&P 500 is going? It had a four-day losing streak not too long ago before appearing to find some support. So where are the key levels you're looking at right now? Yeah, so um, if we, you know, if we expand out, it's been a very strong rally that we saw the first half of this year, you know, even going back to the fourth quarter last year, October, 32% rally. As you mentioned, we've had uh, a little bit of a correction here, pretty normal 5-6% correction. Um, you were talking about NVIDIA earnings earlier, which uh, should be, if this holds, it should be a big boost for the market. Um, we had a little bit of a rebound today. But from a technical perspective, so we, we weren't able to hold 4,600. We were able to hold 4,300 on the S&P, which were the August 22 highs. So I think a range in there, 4,300 to 4,600, would be pretty practical for the next few months. Okay, you mentioned NVIDIA as one of the, I guess, sparks in the market, perhaps jump-starting some excitement. Uh, How much more momentum do you expect this to play out with the view that it has played out quite well in the past few quarters already? How much more upside is there? I think that there's really quite a bit. Um, I will be interested to see, like I said, as you mentioned, there was a good reaction to the earnings report so far. We'll see how that plays through tomorrow in U.S. market if that holds or if investors choose to use that as a time to sell. But I think long-term NVIDIA is, uh, as far as the trend goes, I mean, it's the number one U.S. stock, really. Mm. And so I think that garners a lot of attention. It is the leader. You know, we talk about, obviously, there's Apple and Microsoft and these other things. But um, NVIDIA and this AI craze, I guess you could call it. I know you guys touched on that a little bit. The AI has been a very big theme, and they seem to be the leaders of that. Until that dies down, I, I don't see why that wouldn't continue. Hmm. Um, it, was a, it was a good earnings report, and as strong as it has been, I do think that it can keep going in an uptrend. Yeah, Ian, how much do you think this is going to help the broader market in terms of maybe a spillover positive sentiment and optimism? I think short-term it will help. Now, long-term, is this just an AI thing? Is it just a tech technology stock phase? 
which is okay, right? We know that U.S. markets are more tilted towards tech stocks. So it does help in that sense. If the other industries and sectors maybe aren't as good, things like uh, materials or financials, right? U.S. financials have really struggled. Mm. U.S. bank stock, very, very weak now. And stocks like NVIDIA kind of overshadow that, yes. From an index view, it can for a while. Now, when does that come? I mean, at some point, it becomes an issue. Uh, you can have, you know, a few strong stocks in this tech sector, but these other industries, other sectors in the U.S. that have been pretty weak, I mean, that's kind of a red flag. It's a sign for caution. Yeah, you mentioned the financial sector has been going through a bit of pressure. And recently we saw ratings agency S&P Global downgrading some regional U.S. banks and signaling a negative outlook for several others. This pretty much taking a lead from another ratings agency, Moody's. So with that in mind, some sectors have been underperforming. And this, I think you've um, noticed as well on the Russell 2000. On that front, are small caps looking attractive to you right now? Um, so I would say no. I still uh, small caps continue to be the laggard. I think that the outperformance still lies in the big cap names, um, like your Apples, your Microsoft, your Nvidia's, these other semiconductor areas. The, the large and mega cap growth names are most likely going to continue to be out the outperformers, the small caps. They are heavily concentrated in these regional banks and smaller industrial companies, some energy companies, which have been okay. But I think that still over the next few weeks and few months, if you need to be involved in U.S. stocks, mm-hmm. it's got it's to be these bigger names. Okay, and coming up in the next few days, investors will be watching very closely what's playing out at the Jackson Hole Symposium. Interest rates have been focused for quite some time. How should investors be reading into the rates environment? What's it going to mean for markets right now? Uh, so obviously higher rates are something we're kind of all figuring out, not just here in the U.S., but across the globe. I do believe that the lower rate cycle both here in the U.S. and globally, is done. We know that these cycles move in 30 to 40-year spans, right? So for the last 40 years, not just here in the U.S., but globally, interest rates have trended lower. Uh, and that's been great. But I do believe, uh, we've, I've said this before, and I will continue to stand by it, that lower interest rates are over. Uh, lower mortgage rates are done with. For the next three to four decades, I would expect interest rates in the U.S. to trend higher, Um, maybe even back to where we were in the 1970s when you were looking at, you know, mortgage rates at 12, 13, 14 percent. All right. We'll see if we get any surprises tomorrow night from Fetch Adrian Powell. All right. We've been chatting with Ian McMillan. He's the market technician at Client First Tax and Wealth Advisors. Ian, it's been great having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a great day and a great morning. You too. We'll catch up with you again next time. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.